I'm on the beach, shaking my bum. Well, podcast over. That's, no way. Uh, that's an interesting uh, uh, They just jumped in. They're like, man. Oh, I, man. Don't, I don't know what he looks like, but uh, based on previous descriptions of other episodes, I'm really leaning in. I am searching everything on the internet to see if I can get a look at this guy. Talk about a tattooed memory you can't get rid of. <laughs> you on the beach just dancing away. That's true. Hey, welcome to uh, a Center and Saint podcast. You're back! Ben and Patrick. Welcome back. We are, uh, well, we're, we're not tired of it yet. Yeah, we're just two idiots having a good time in somebody's office. Too much of a good time. We could be in your office right now. You we could. Because like, it's Sunday. If you would like to host us at your place of uh, work or leisure, uh, let us know. We'll, uh, we'll remote record. Uh, we prefer you work at a steakhouse. Almost Just anywhere. a heads up. Like, we'd like it to be a steakhouse or maybe a place with some pancakes. I'm not so picky. Waffle House is fine with me. Okay. Whoa, yee, wow, we, whoa, hey. Oh, man. We we almost had. You almost had. Bad, thing, bad things happen. We almost had a two-hander there. <laughs> wow. Okay, take us away, Eddie. Help us out, Eddie. Patrick, Help us out. Patrick I'm anxious. Cannot wait. I am ready. Oh, my word. That was, uh, oh, Eddie, you that okay? was, maybe, oh. that was maybe your biggest slip-up yet. Mine, too. Really? Here we go. Come on, really Eddie. My biggest. When you hear the tone, oh. it will be exactly. What? It's time. It's time. It's past time, Eddie. Come on. If you don't 40s float dance to that, you just check it. Oh, yeah. You saw what I was doing there. I just kind of, yeah. That's a lot of shoulder. It's a lot of shoulder. (laughs) Two minutes in, you're topless on a beach, and I've got a lot of shoulder action going on. I'm often topless on a beach. I don't wear a lot of tops on beaches. I don't wear a lot of tops, period. I mean, why bother? (laughs) So that's how I get out of those tickets we talked about last episode. It does. It distracts. Uh, and mystifies. Uh, speaking of distracts, uh, we're going with a margarita today. Ooh. Just something easy, simple. Uh, happy Cinco de Mayo if you happen to be listening on uh, May 5th. We're not recording on May 5th. We're, we're, we're not. We could be. You don't There's know. a chance somebody out there right now is like, holy crap. It's May the 5th. It is May the 5th. I'm listening to what? this on May I 5th. I mean, how'd they get inside my brain? How'd they forecast this? Margarita is super simple. It is uh, lime juice. It is tequila. It is triple sec. You, there's different variations of margaritas, all kinds, but this is just an easy one, easy mixer. Slancha, as they say in Mexico. So, uh, what, yeah, what, what do they say? Uh, Arribe. I don't know Spanish. I don't, I don't know either. Uh, um, Speedy Gonzalez. I, I really Speedy wanna, Gonzalez taught me that. Arriba. I want to be very culturally cautious right well, now, too. Oh, like, come on. I wish not to offend anyone. Uh, well... So, or we offend everyone. Except we we kind of follow that line. We don't want to offend anyone, but we are okay offending everyone. Yeah, we're pretty we're pretty blanket on. Um, you want to be offended? I'll offend you right now. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. kind of the platform of a sinner and saint as we discuss the best and the worst of of with it, that is within each and every one of us, mm-hmm. and just the casual conversations as we uh, bump up against ourselves in the day to day format of life. Yeah, I bump up against myself a lot. Well, but it's uh, it's it's a weight problem. Well. <laughs> it's a weight problem. So it's. Uh, do you, you know. do you know uh, another tidbit of information? Do you know why uh, they used to bump glasses with drinks? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, again, uh, alcohol was formed by the priests and the monks of the religious. Again, trying to find uh, scapegoats and alternatives mm-hmm. to... I need a workaround. That's right, to get around my fast. Yeah. Um, 
And then they would offer a cheer, which was meant to be a blessing, a benediction of some sort. And then okay. you would... I love that word again because it yeah. starts with my name. Yeah, well, yeah. you're so egomaniacal. Um, <laughs> you have no idea. Do you think this podcast is about you? That's what Carly Simon says. <laughs> I bet but this you, podcast would hit, is about They would hit glasses. And that would scare off spirits or ghosts so that oh. goodness could enter in. Oh, there well, you go. You know what? Then that's appropriate because every Center and Saint episode is brought to you by Mr. Ghost. Mr. That's the Ghost. intro music. That is, is Mr. Mr. Ghost. Ghost. Bye, Mr. Ghost. See ya. Get out of here. All right. Oh, this is a good margarita. I need a taco. I wish every truck was a taco truck. Charles Barkley said that. And uh, I really? Echo. Yep. I wish every truck was oh, a taco truck. Oh, no. I disagree. I think taco, I think food trucks are the most overrated thing right go, right now in our culture. So you're telling me that if a taco truck pulled up outside, like a la ice cream truck, man, when we were kids, you would just be like, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. Because I'm so, like, um, I got to tell you, there would be a bent-sized hole in that <laughs> wall where I'm going out to get me some tacos. Um, They're inconvenient. They're overpriced. Tacos? Uh, Food trucks. We're, oh. Food trucks. You're going to pay, if I'm going, if I'm ordering tacos, like street tacos, I can get them from my local Mexican restaurant, three tacos for $5.49. Okay. I That's that. very specific. I know that. I you know sure do know that. They, they, they have it on their menu, three tacos, five, and then they have like 20 different kinds of tacos that you can get there. Okay. For $5.49, three of them. Okay. And they're amazing. They're, they're fantastic. Corn I'm, or uh, flour tortilla? Whatever you want. Okay. Whatever tell, you want. Tell me more. Steak, El Pastor. El Pastor. Chicken. Uh, uh, tripe. Goat. I don't know if you can do goat. No. Tongue, brain, stomach, all of that. Wow. You can get that. Chorizo is my favorite. This is a fancy taco place. It, it's a. It's not a sponsor. Not yet. El Palenque, if you'd like to sponsor this, please feel free to El Palenque. El I wonder what that means. I, I bet it means the Palenque. I think it means you're a punk. I think I think it just was the punk. You're a punk. punk. Are you calling me a punk? Or no, you try- I, I might be. I might be exercising some aggression. It's so like I don't think so. But if I were to get those tacos from a food truck, they're going to charge me four dollars a taco, and then I'm going to have to stand there. I'm not getting complimentary chips and salsa. Like it, it, not every time I've eaten in a food truck, I'm just kind of like, what am I doing? Th- these are bad life choices. I've. I, I was believed, led to believe that this is fast and convenient, and it is, it is not either, nor is it affordable. I have known you a great deal of years, and it has taken me until this very day to understand just how difficult your life is. Like, I, I, the, the I, sentence, I have to stand and wait for tacos with no complimentary chips and salsa. I'm not doing it. Is, uh, I know, and you know what? No one should. So, uh, I'm not doing it. So I guess the big takeaway from today's episode is don't do food trucks. Uh, food trucks. Just don't do food trucks. I, I think in our mind we think food trucks are like uh, fair food, um, but they're not. Fair food is cheap. Fair food is trash. I know. Do you like the fair? Oh, uh, I love the people watching the fair. Okay. And I do love the cuisine at a fair. I, I mean, you really go to the fair to eat your way around the fair, eat, right? Eat it's and like, watch. It's eat like and watch. I want to watch my kids ride a, a, a ride that could kill them, possibly. <laughs> that, was, that was put together with a man who has like more fingers than teeth 
And and they mean that's a and that's a that's a neck and neck battle between fingers and teeth. Yeah, well. But then and I want to go eat you know corn dogs and and everything else and I I love a fair. I do love a fair. Oh man. While I do not love a food truck, I do love a fair. We have one that pops up at the Walmart locally every uh, May, every okay. May. Okay. And it's always when they come in that week or weekend. I think they're there for about a week. It is always. Um, It'll be really nice weather, but the week they come in, guarantee you the temperature's going to drop about 20 degrees, and there's going to probably be some light rain. And okay. so when you're out doing the fair, it's just miserable. But my kids, my wife hates it. Okay. Uh, she's she's like that, those are death traps. You're just you can't ride any of that or eat yeah, any of that. Yeah, right. without... she's right. She's right. No, 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 no. Right. I live right on the edge. I do. I do also want to back up a quick step oh, and really just tough. address your wife specifically in the podcast. That Patrick just said he, I do love a fair. He does no, I, love a a fair. Fair, not not. I don't he love does a love fair. a fair. He doesn't love a never, fair. Never had one. Don't plan so, on having one. Yeah, it's not well, gonna happen. Yeah, I mean that's that's for another podcast and probably not ours. Mm-hmm. But um, I hate the fair, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you're just angry and bitter. Well, yeah, because I hate fun first of all, <laughs> and um, yeah, and and obviously clean eater over here. So I mean, I, uh, I can't get kale chips. We have a vegan, um, yeah. a vegan elephant ear. I'm sorry. Uh, where is the yogurt tent? Can I get some sprinkled broccoli on my funnel cake? Uh, that sounds delicious, actually. <laughs> so, uh, but I will say, it goes back to when I was a child. I went to the fair, and um, I saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen at the fair in my entire life. You didn't know me then. And I, well, it's, 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 this even trumps you shirtless on the beach. Um, I went, I was old, you know, I'm, I'm an adolescent, but I'm old enough to go to the bathroom alone. And I go to the restroom. Then, and, and, and it, then, not now. Then, no, well, I, I mean, still, you're still old enough to go. No, I have a restroom guide now. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, but, but back then I could still go alone. And I uh, I was at the urinal and there was this guy at the urinal next to me who somehow like did something where his dentures flew out of his mouth and into the urinal. <laughs> and I'm a child, so I don't know... I don't know the social norms of don't stare in the men's room. And I'm just like, in my brain, which has probably been modified, but in my brain, I'm horrified. And I'm just staring at this set of teeth, looking back at me from the urinal next to me. And this guy, oh, this guy picks the This makes me up, super nervous. Picks him up, pees on him, right back in the oh, shoe. Oh, no. I left the men's room. I <laughs> wa- I don't know if I washed my hands or not. I walked out of the men's room and said to my godfather, I want to go home. I want to go home right now. So I'm done. You I'm fast done. forward a, a lot of years, like 15, 17 years. You fast forward to my godfather is in poor health. It's terminal. He has to get the answer. Mm. Like... He's because he has lived this whole time thinking he's wondered something inappropriate happened in the bathroom, oh. and you're darn right, oh. something inappropriate happened in the bathroom. A man peed on his teeth <laughs> and put him back in his mouth. When I told John that story, 
the relief that washed <laughs> over him was like, oh, that's all that happened. He thought and it was, oh yeah. He was so, uh, for years I guess he was worried about, and no, no, fairs, no, I don't want any part of it. See, I, I grew up, uh, we had a local fair, it wasn't, it wasn't the county fair, maybe it mm-hmm. was called the county fair, uh, but it was a horse show, and there would be teams that would bring, uh, people that would bring their horses in from all over the country. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, St. Louis uh, would bring, uh, Bush Bush would bring, oh, the, the Budweiser Clydesdales yeah. would come down. And, and as a spectator to the fair, you could walk through the barns and see all the horses within up close, you know, yeah. separated by the, the railing of their, their pen. Uh, but then they also had the, the carnival, which in, uh, uh, in, in Indiana they call it the Speedway, which I always thought was weird. I'm like, no, it's just the carnival. Those are just carnival rides. Um, and and games, we so I I didn't oh, have that. like at the Indiana State Fair, they call it the, the Speedway, the Speedway. Yeah, okay. Which I again haven't been since I, I was nine. So right yeah. when I when I when I moved to Indiana, I was like, what? What are you talking? I don't understand. I what you're if, talk- is that just a play on the actual Speedway? I don't. I don't. That's why I didn't know. I'm like, are you are you just making a thing about the race or the well, gas station I mean, or what? Local so. sports team is the Pacers. And that's after yeah, the pace car. There's a lot I don't. So. There's a lot I still don't understand about Indiana. You should probably um, just move away. At yeah, this point. Like, but anyway, we we grew up there. We spent the week there every summer because my my parents volunteered with uh, their square dancing club. They square danced. Fancy, yeah. I which I then took up my junior sophomore year of high school, and uh, if you it's good fun. If you've never square danced or been part of a square dance club, I would. Highly recommend it. They are one. They are good people, uh, and two. It is good fun. Um, I, so I've been quiet for a minute. Uh, and, and I, I just, know you're, and I, I'm judging you. That's okay. But as soon as you said my parents square danced, there was a level of judgment that rose to like four out of ten. And then I was like, <laughs> don't say anything. Maybe he did it too. Sure. Ratchet on up. Confirmation. Wow. So you were, I can imagine that they are very nice people because, I mean, we have talked about Ned and Maude Flanders. That's who I, and did you ever watch Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, I, parts of it. Parts of um, it. So. It was a little grading. So, a little grading? Grading. Uh, just. What'd you, what the grade humor, did you give it? I, grading. Uh, A-T, G-R-A-T. I, it just kind of graded. Oh, it just oh. wasn't very. Gotcha. Mm, was wasn't very entertaining for me. There was a there. Well, then this will be lost on you. But yeah. Barb and Carl watch it, obviously. Barb, they are square dancers. Square dancers. They're square dancers. Yeah. Um, well, they have they, this, I, their persona just continues to grow and swell. I love them so much, mm-hmm. and I've never even met them. But I, look I know to that them on, I know that on. they're out there, and uh, I'm not a hugger, but I would shake their hands. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would shake. Firm handshake. Hand. Probably blade handshake. Ooh. Yeah, blade. just just go straight in for uh-huh. the the blade. Like, don't, even, <laughs> don't even reciprocate. Like just power move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you square dancing um, reminds me of like uh, Raymond's brother Robert marries a girl, and her parents are played by Fred Willard and and this woman that I okay. recognize, but I don't know her name. That they strike me as the persona of square, like good people, good God fearing people who. You know, square dance on but, the side and just yeah. genuinely enjoy you, you. You enjoy being around them. It is. It, it, it's a. It's a fun. It's very social. Mm-hmm. Uh, very social. Well, and, you spin your partner round and round, and your and your neighbor, your and, and your neighbor. Around. And they have. There's a and thing here. I'll give you a little bit of a tip. If, if pro tip on square dancing, <laughs> if you're ever in or around square dancers and they and they want to give you a yellow rock, a yellow clock, yellow rock, yellow rock. Oh my word! It just means a hug. 
What 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 do you reciprocate with if you don't wish to hug them back? Is there like a, uh, is a different colored rock? They're gonna ask you for a yellow rock, and you're out of out of uh, ignorance and kindness. You're gonna say sure, but you'll take a yellow rock, and they're just gonna give you a hug. So, I gotta tell you, man, I might throw a rock at someone. Yeah, just just be like, no, I'm good. I'll just, just throw I'm the rock at them. I think that sends the message. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. speak. Now they also, I mean, they're clever. They're cle- they're witty people. I you would you would enjoy them. They have. Uh, in a, in a couple of circles of square dancing, they would carry these round coins, mm-hmm. and on it would be the word or the letters T U I T to it. Yeah, yeah. And they would appreciate you spelling they, that out for me. I, well, just in case you're wondering, it's, it wasn't an acronym for anything. No, you're good. But uh, if um, if if there was ever a part of the conversation, it seemed to happen where. Must have happened more often than not in square dance circles where they'd be, I'm going to get around to it. They'd pull this out and hand it to you. To it. I'm going to get, here, here it is. Here's a round to it. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. That is not good stuff. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've heard. Oh, my gosh. So anyway, my parents volunteered. They, they operated the ticket booth at the carnival for, the horse, for the horse show. For the horse show. For the horse show. <laughs> Uh, and then because they did that on on the Friday or Saturday, you know, you always bought tickets for the rides and stuff. But on Friday or Saturday, you could buy the armbands, and the okay. armbands gave you unlimited access to, to all, all the, the round two. It's right. So we we could help out gotcha. all week, and then on the weekend we got to experience the fullness, right? Okay. And so we would walk around just with these, you know. Huge eyes looking at all the games. I, I often visited the one where you threw darts at balloons. Oh, yeah. That and, was you, a good one. and then you won posters of scantily clad women. Uh-huh. Now, that one, that one uh-huh. was a... I never... I always picked something else because I knew my mom wouldn't let one of those posters come in the house. But yeah. I did like to visit that one and walk by it often. And I loved my favorite fair ride. Uh, you probably don't have one. But, I mean, the wheel, wheel fair is always popular. But I loved the Scrambler. And the tilt whirl. Okay. I could not. I could handle spinning a million times in a minute without getting nauseous. That is not the case today. I rode the scrambler twice in a row a couple years ago with my daughter, and I was like, "Oh, I'm done. I'm about to blow." You chance. got scrambled. Yo, man, it was. It was. You sir have been scrambled. So I, I love it. So when it shows up, the kids, the kids are like, "Dad, are we going?" And I'm like, we are going, and we're going to drop an absurd amount of money for 30 minutes of entertainment, mm-hmm. and mom's going to stay at home, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to go live it up. And it's something about the carnival lights, particularly under the darkness of night, that is just, magical. there's something magical about it. Yeah. It is. Now, there was, there was a local fair growing up that... Like we would go to as kids, and it was a couple towns away. Uh huh. And but we would load up and like go over there, and like it was super small. Like it was held in like a town park, okay. super small. And they would have like tractor pulls and stuff like that. And um, I think the only thing that, that like I still wasn't a fair person at the time, but because I was still reliving the whole interest thing. By the way, but, if that would have happened in my youth, I'd have been like. Um, I know who we're following around the rest of the day. Oh, you would have been fascinated by Ditcher's uh-huh. Dam. I'd have been like, we're going to see what this guy... Because my guess is he left the bathroom and went out and kissed his wife. I bet he's like, <laughs> I'm going to show you. 
Well, I think we've already talked about my life mantra has been conceal, don't feel. So when you see something horrifying, you want to get the crap out of there. Uh, no, so there was, there was like a local county fair that happened every August. It was like early August. And the most fun about it was this was before social media or computers or cell phones or any of that. So you didn't see a lot of your classmates during the summer. Mm. So, but you would run into them at the fair. Oh, yeah. And oh, so then absolutely. you would see how they changed and, like, you know, you developed crushes yep. on because you would maybe just link up with somebody, a classmate who was there, and you and her run around for the evening together and you do Rachel, the dark Rachel balloon Bowling. thing. And, oh, you're just throwing it right I, out I, there. I, huh? She was the one I, I met out there. You met her at the fair? I right? ran into her. I, I, I'd kind of been sweet on her, but I hadn't made okay. that move and then ran into her. And uh, it took my shot. It was probably six. This is probably sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I, I think I talked about in previous episodes, I was typically a, a good boy and seen as a good boy. But mm-hmm. I, I knew there was a center inside of you. I knew she wasn't necessarily a good girl, mm-hmm. and so I, I cursed to try and win her over. That mm-hmm. was my. That was not poetry, not uh, not prose, not intellect, but just. Vulgarity, just straight up game. Vulgarity <laughs> is going to win her. No, oh no, oh, no. sixth grade vulgarity. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, oh, and it, and it worked. She was like, "Oh, I didn't know you cussed," and I was like, "Yeah, I smoke too. <laughs> I steal cools from my yeah. grandma. Yeah, I've, I've ridden the tilt a world ten times in a row and not gotten sick. Gravitron can't make me puke, Melissa." <laughs> Take, I'm all kinds of ready for seventh grade. It's pretty much. <laughs> ain't, ain't got nothing on me. Yeah. That's, uh, oh I, my word, I, that's amazing. I had a pretty impressive game. You know, uh, clearly, clearly. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cuss. Shakespeare, Shakespeare would have written something about that. Oh, he he have, yeah uh, he obviously it's, did. It's out there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, I, but I, I liked, like, the Little Fair. It was called the Moreland Fair in Moreland, Indiana. Okay. Um, it was the Moreland Fair. And, uh, yeah, we would we'd load up in the car, and our mom would take us out there. And um, our godparents lived in Moreland, so that was convenient. That, like, as we got older, like, I remember my older brother and sister would, like, stay at my godparents' house because they could walk to the fair. Ah. And they would, you know, they would hang out with their high school friends and who I thought were just the epitome of cool. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, they weren't. Turns out that they all sucked. What? But... Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Uh... I won the watermelon uh, eating contest one year at this horse show. It was. It was a highlight. It's. All, I'd still put that on my resume. I gotta tell you, I am ecstatic. This show is what came out after horse. <laughs> oh, uh, I, was, I was buckled up there for a second. Hey, what? It was um, the Hillsboro Horse Show. Oh, that's a mouthful. A lot Hillsboro of, Horse Show. It's a lot of H's, and we we did it well with a uh, Missouri accent. And uh, what is a Missouri accent? I've it's, never heard of this. It's banjo. Oh, it's just the snow. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if yes, if you hang around in the area of Missouri long enough, you realize um, there's Missouri's interesting. It, it's the show me state, and they will show you the banjo straight up everything. Uh, well, I mean, they take your, your top word. Off at the your, beach. Word, your word matters nothing. You better. You better pony up if you're going to say you're going to do something. But you can pony up at the Hillsboro Horseshoe. You can't. You can't pony up there. The but there, there's like five region, regions in Missouri, uh, and they each kind of carry their own. But I think what's unique is is the banjo dialect that comes there, and it just sounds the more if you listen to it and just kind of like if you don't focus on it, trying to understand it, it just sounds like banjo, where it's like no, 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 no
pickup truck, you know what I'm saying? I'm an all down on a dog gun, I'm on a shotgun, you know what I'm saying? I'm a hunting weekend, you know what I'm saying? It's that. It, it is. It's banjo. Wow. Yeah, no. Until you exhibited it, I I honestly had a lot of doubt. Yeah. A lot of doubt. That's incredible. It's there, yeah. I. This goes back to the rugby thing. I want you to speak <laughs> like that for the rest of the episode and just see, like, because we're going to have a real niche market in, like, southwest Missouri where they're going to be like, no, 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 I got it. I love that. So what you don't see at home is there's a dog in the room. And as soon as Patrick started talking like that, the dog stood up and looked at him just like, Dad's gone crazy. Oh, like, something's wrong. Dad's all the way done. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, banjo talk. I, yeah. Banjo. So I lived in New York with my brother for a while. And uh, my brother lives in New York City. And when I moved out there, there were people who'd be like, where are you from? And I'd be like, what? And they're like, you, you have an accent. You have an accent. Yeah. And I'm like, what oh, accent yeah. do I have? And then the best we could determine is it's like just country accent. Yeah. And, but yeah, it was so I, weird because they're like, no, you got an accent. I'm like. Moving I'm, from Missouri to Indiana, I, I had people that'd be like, you got an accent. I'd be is like, there a banjo in your mouth? <laughs> Sir, you got you got a bit of an accent. Is there a banjo in I'll there? I'll play the tongue banjo. That sounds like something else. Ooh. We're going to dial Careful. that back. Kids, don't play the tongue banjo. Ooh, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, that's, yeah, that was fairs. Yeah. I, I'll go fair food all day. won't do food okay. trucks. Oh, my gosh, that's where this started, that, isn't it? That is where that's it started. you can't fast forward 10 seconds Which, on this podcast. So that's the question. So you're not a big fan of fairs, but I assume I'm you... Not. You have had fair food, and I have, yeah. And so, elephant ear, right? Yeah, it's fine. Funnel cake, right? Yeah, it's fine. If you had to choose between the two, aren't they the same thing? No, 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 no. Stop. Because one is one stop. is no stop. Hold on, one is just. It, correct me if I'm wrong. The elephant ear is dough that is all together that is fried, and then it's cinnamon sugar. Yeah. Right. Right. Funnel cake is basically they drizzle the dough into the fryer, <laughs> so it makes a wheel of fried noodles. We, no, fried. It, it ain't a noodle. Oh, it is. No, it's, it's, a a noodle a, it's a noodle. It's, it's a noodle nest. It's a, it's a doughy snowflake <laughs> that they just put powdered sugar on top of. Mm, right? That's, mm, they're that both is. gross. We talked about the last episode. I don't like sweet things, man. That we had to chew that like me? drink down. Well, and I again, jury's still out on you. So. Um, uh, no, I'm a, I, I like so funnel, you, funnel you, cakes. Okay, I was going to funnel cakes. You did that. That was a loaded question. It, it was. It was. It was. I was always evaluating uh, the the uh, the relationship here, and uh, I'm sorry. Our uh, relationship or yeah, your relationship with funnel cakes? Well, our relationship, but uh, it's it took a hit today. It took a hit today. It's mm. bad. It's a sad day in the center in St. World. I know. Well, it goes back to that dream I had where you wanted the pecan pie. <laughs> and you didn't even know what was in pecan pie. You don't need to know. Gooey middle. <sighs> that sounds disgusting. Mm. I don't want I don't want any part of pecan pie. So are you a salty are you a salty snack? Hundred percent. Yes, uh, please. Okay. All day. That's gimme give gimme give mixed nuts. Um Gimme, give gimme give cashews. Gimme any that's of our, that stuff. That's our viewer audience there. The mixed, mixed nuts. nuts? Yeah. Oh, hey. He's Don't insult talking. the listener. He's not talking Sorry. about you, Barb. No. It, hey. He's talking about if you. If you Barb. thought that was about you, it, it's not about you. Go back to your It's knitting. not about you. Go back to needlepoint. It's fine. I didn't mean you. Um, I bet they're by the fire right now, even though it's warm outside. Woo. Yeah. 
Right. Anyways, um, no, I, I am a salty snack guy. So I like, um, like typically when I get home from work in the afternoon, I'll just have like a handful of pistachios or something like that. Just like a little snack. Keep They're too much work. No, no, no. You get the Sheldon's. Oh, yeah. you're lazy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to work for You, you get done weed whipping and you want I mean, your pistachios. Easy, accessible. I enjoy fishing, not those must, those not have to live. Shelled pistachios have to be expensive. Well, I mean... You must you must be rich beyond measure. Do you have any idea how much money we make off this podcast? <laughs> That's, that like, goes straight into my pistachio Are you making money on this podcast? There's something I've been meaning uh, to tell you. Oh, We're making money on this podcast. What? Um, and, um, and, uh, I am reaping all the pistachio benefits of that. So, joke's on you, pal. Uh, I, I do enjoy nuts. Cashews are my absolute guilty pleasure. Okay. Those um, are more expensive than pistachios, they are, They are expensive. <laughs> Mr. Vanderbilt. That's why, <laughs> oh that's why I don't eat them. Um, oh. but a chocolate-covered cashew? Get Woo! it out. Get it out of my life. Come on. Get it out of my life. Um, nope. Otherwise, it's just cocktail peanuts okay i'm also weird because i like the i like that without the peanuts what like i just like say, I say just, that say that whole thing again i just i don't know if it's the margarita talking <laughs> or if you just didn't make sense no you said you like cocktail peanuts and i said i like that too without the peanuts i just <laughs> i'd rather I got I just have it a is cocktail. margarita there it just took go. a lot well for the caboose to catch up to the train oh well that's, it's is this stiff? that's how you bump into this, each other this margarita is a little stiffer than no I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. It's just, it's, it's, I don't have the taco to go with it to help uh, metabolize the alcohol. Three tacos for five forty nine at the Pequena. L the 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 the, the Palinque. Uh, yeah, that's it. You ever had a mari- um, you ever had a mariachi band play for you at a Mexican restaurant? Oh, so this, so this is really funny you say that. Um, <laughs> quick sidebar. Oh. For you listeners at home, here's what I love. Another, we should just say another sidebar. Another sidebar. Another sidebar. Right before we started this episode, Patrick looks at me and says, maybe this is the music episode, and it's yeah. clearly become the food episode. <laughs> it's the, the fair food like we episode. Got, we got so derailed. Food truck, and, fair food episode. And so oh, that's oh, why, that's... again, peek behind the curtain, you people are like... <laughs> They really don't script this out because even, we even when plan. we try, we fail. We were at thirty minutes, thirty-two <laughs> minutes ago. We had a plan for can this. We, can we squeeze? Can we squeeze music in in fifteen? No. Well, we're talking about mariachi band. Oh. So here you go. Mm. So uh, we recently went on vacation, <laughs> and the first night we got in town, we were like, you know what? Let's just like trash Mexican food. That's fine. Like let's just go find like a little place in the wall. So we go, and there was a guy. Was I have had the full mariachi experience, which is. Terrifying and loud. And uh-huh. Get the hell away from uh-huh. me. But there, this guy was incredible. Like I'm, I'm, I think I'm a musician. I act like I'm a musician. Yeah. I, I know how to. Play I understand part. it. This guy was wonderfully sad. It was one dude with a guitar in the middle of a Mexican restaurant. Oh, straight up, just kind of playing the same thing over and over. But it's like it's one of those where you're like, that's enough to sound like. He knows what he's doing, but I'm just like, that dude has no idea what he's doing. It's amazing because it really was, it was two chords back and forth and like just different strumming techniques. And I was like, I'm not even mad about it because so there's somebody in here going, 
I got the authentic Mexican authentic. experience they were playing, right now. They're playing guitar right there. They played well, the guitar was, right by my table. I was eating my nachos and chips and drinking a margarita, and they was a guitar. And when I ordered my food, they couldn't understand banjo. <laughs> so I ordered um, a cerveza. <laughs> cerveza. Una mas cerveza, por favor. Um, I um, had a mariachi band, and the guy was playing... Which I this is the first time I ever saw a a acoustic bass guitar. Oh yeah, it's huge. They're enormous. It's huge. And, yeah. the, and this guy was playing. And this you yours was you said your mariachi experience was terrifying. Well, my so the mariachi experience I had was it wasn't it, it, terrifying is not the right word. It's just it's it's a lot of loud, really fast. Ours was, and so it was, was this was not. on the Riverwalk in San okay. Antonio. All right. And so it's just like you're already kind of getting close to the border. And so these guys just go up and down, but they they like they ninja us. Uh-huh. They walked in not Nin- playing ninja music, ninja mariachis, and I had my back to them. And then all of a sudden, the mariachi band starts, and it's just like and you thought. And you thought it was a Mexican ghost, and you were ready to run into the closet and hide. I'm not saying someone may or may not have peed in my pants. <laughs> I don't. Whoever was wearing my pants left <laughs> urine in my pants, and it was uncomfortable. But yeah, I got ninja mariachi. Mm. See, I was I was in a Mexican restaurant, and it was the holidays uh, in December, so they they brought them in. I think every Friday uh, okay. or Saturday, maybe maybe the weekends in, in their entirety. Um, and I was in college, and so this is this is where we went on the weekends, and. Um, they they were not loud. They softly played ambient music in the restaurant. And while I was there, they then began to come around to the tables. And so the, the guy, the gentleman playing the large acoustic bass guitar, mm-hmm. he uh, and it, it was it was very enjoyable. It was very fun. Dude has fingers like bratwurst. It was oh, it was, yeah. but he, he then offers me the guitar. He kind of leans over to me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't play. Oh man, in my head, you totally you showed it to the people, and then you <laughs> smashed it. Like, oh, like you just rockstar no, your way no, no, out no. of that place. Not doing that. He offers me the guitar to play, and I'm like, I, I don't play. And he says, just thrum. It's it. I'm not sure that's a Hispanic accent. But he's like, I think it was a little French. Um, no, 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 monsieur. No, here is the best guitar. All you have to do is strum. It is so easy. Even he said, no problem. Even the margarita didn't help. Ah, dog got it. <laughs> the margarita's broken. So please, please take up my basic please. guitar. Please take up my basic guitar. I am from Aroma. <laughs> You're doing Italian, man. Yeah, no, We're killing it. We're doing Jamaican oh, next. Uh, if you'd like us to voice over any of your... <laughs> uh, find us on Cameo. Pixar will be out there soon. Dying to have us. Ha, ha, ha. Take out my Oh, man. Mariachi band. This man, this man with his beard knows exactly how to play the best guitar. He says, uh, just play it like a woman. Just... I'm like, oh boy, we just, <laughs> we, I've just got my tacos here, and <laughs> play it like a play the bass guitar like a woman. Uh-huh. You know what? That's why bass guitars strum, are weird. Strum it soft like a woman. They're all so, out there, just like I play it like a woman. Yeah, and that, again, that was college. Did you do it? Did you did you grab um, the bass guitar? I, I think I I think I strummed a string. You like plucked it a few times, just, just satisfying. Probably wasn't great. Well, but it was beautiful music, and they were they were fantastic. Did the um, bass guitar call you later? 
Like, did you leave enough of an impression that the bass did, guitar wanted a second? Day? They didn't need me to fill in. They didn't need me. To no, fill the bass guitar. If you played it like well, a woman, I he didn't. He's like, you were clunky. He's like, you play that like a like a Missouri man playing a banjo. You you play that like the darts at the fair. Hmm. Yeah, pretty fair enough. Fair, wow. fair enough. So it, yeah, no, I, I, uh, no, I, I think the. That mariachi experience I had in San Antonio was legitimately, I thought someone was playing a prank on me. <laughs> like, it was so loud out of nowhere that I really did was just like, this has to be like a gag, This right? can't be real. Like, this can't yeah. be real. Where's the hidden camera? And like, and I'm looking across at my wife, and I'm just like, she's not a prankster. Like, yeah. she wouldn't have put anybody up to this. But like that, she's not giving any physical signs that like, she she actually looked very annoyed by the entire thing. Um, um, so, but yeah, like you get Ninja Mariachi, man, that is something you don't forget. But I would if, so if a Mariachi band was like, yo, you want to sit in? 100%, I'm in. I actually you, had this You happen, could. Not with a Mariachi You could. Band. There was um, my buddy, uh, well, a former coworker, and we've maintained a friendship after we both left this, this organization. But um, we had to run down to Mississippi on a case. Um, so we drove down, and we got done with our interview in Mississippi, and he was like, we can get back to Memphis like for the night. So like we don't have to stay in like middle of nowhere Mississippi. Let's run up to Memphis let's, for the night. Let's go to civilization, then, which right, is let's, Memphis, Tennessee. Well, but so but he's like he's like, but here's the other thing too. Smart guy, like knew how to cut the corners in the best way possible. Okay. He's like, we're already halfway home, so like we can just drive home tomorrow and not go to work and have like a half day off. And I was like, love the way you think. We're going to we're going to Memphis. So we ride up to Memphis. He had been there before. I'd never been. Uh huh. So I've, we, not, I've not spent time in Memphis. Okay, it's it's, it's a really cool city, um, rough, and I hear. never thought I yeah very rough. But like the parts that we saw are very interesting. Like we we went on Beale Street. There was a place that uses a hundred year old grease. Like they've been frying hamburgers in the same grease for a hundred years. Ooh. I did not have the Ooh. moxie to do that. Herbert did. Yeah, yeah, and uh, good for you, Herbert. Yeah, good, or good bad on for you, buddy. you. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So, but we go. We just duck into this bar, and there's a band playing, and they're great. And we come to find out, like, we end up buying them a drink. And they take a break, and they come over and talk to us at the bar. Like, they're all sponsored by Gibson and Martin. And, oh, like, man. they're just, like, professional musicians yeah. who mess around in this bar. Boy, there's a lot and, of good musicians out there. Yeah. And, and the one guy was just like, uh, you guys you guys play? And Herbert's like, yeah, Ben plays. And he's like, you want to sit in? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. Ooh, like, yeah. let's do it. So, yeah, we got up on stage, and we played Ophelia by the band. And nice. uh, I just like sat in with these dudes and played guitar for a little while. And then like handed the guitar back to the dude who was like sitting there just mainlining tequila at the bar. Yeah. And I was like, back to you, bud. That's awesome. And, yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But it's the only time I've ever sat in with a band. And uh, But I was actually, it was very comfortable. I knew what I was doing. Like the, the crowd was kind of fun. And I have a brother who does like um, musicals and theater and things like that and he's very very good and he showed me a video a few years ago of him being uh the hugh jackman role in the greatest showman oh, okay and like a in a like a live stage yeah yeah uh -huh. and and i was and he was owning it and he was good and he was confident great I show like, i love talk about never show seen it. just no never seen it it no. is Great energy. And I might do that tonight. Great positivity. Okay, I'll have to. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. But like his performance, I was just enamored because I'm like, this is my brother. But like, this is my brother in yeah. a different life. Yeah. And he was he was 
a star in the role. And I was like, this is incredible. And I was like, how do you do that without yeah. stage fright? And he's like, I don't know. I've never had. And he grew up in choir. Sure. He grew up doing all that. So he's used to being on stage. Right. I, I wasn't that guy. Uh -huh. I wasn't that front man. And so, like, just kind of being part of the band with a crowd, yeah. I felt that energy, but I was like, mm, I probably got nervous gas. <laughs> like, this is a lot. <laughs> um, it was fun. It was fun. I don't know that I would probably ever do it again, but it was fun in the moment. Yeah, Greatest Showman is the perfect, it, it's, it's the movie for a Center and Saint theme. Um, because it takes, uh, you, you know the premise of the movie? No idea. The premise is... is Something about um, circus, maybe? Yeah, so it's, it's uh, P.T. Barnum... Um, I think okay. I think that's who it is. Uh, who who it's the Barnum story. And Bailey Brothers. Yes. So okay. it's him starting this circus venture. Okay. And as he's doing that with a family, um, he he buys this museum, and the museum's not popular. And then he decides he's going to put these weird human artifacts in the museum to draw attention. And okay. so a bearded woman or the world's tallest man or the world's okay. shortest human kind of thing or whatever and then he realizes this, this is this is something that can be mobile and he can take different places ah. where you where you put together these uh, this weird these weird these oddities oddities um, for people to kind of scoff at okay but he says that they should be this thing that is marveled at these things oh. that are often dismissed and um, neglected and abused and shouted down by the culture. He says these these are beautiful things that we actually should elevate as unique gifts that we have. And it it really is it it's this very I think it's this very beautiful and powerful story of like despite the ugliness uh, or the uniqueness weirdness whatever however you want to whatever it is that makes you unique that you think may be unsightly to the world. Embrace that and let that be your inner beauty. And those who appreciate that, let them appreciate it. And those that don't, ignore them, dismiss them. And so it's it's, it's a it's a great soundtrack. Hmm. It's a very powerful movie. Hugh Jackman is phenomenal. Okay. Uh, and it, the cast is as well. The cast is fantastic. Um, but it it's just good energy. It's it's a great feel good movie. Um, with with I think a really great message. That I think is what we're trying to articulate here. I have to say. I don't know what episode this is, but you just gave your first <laughs> organic, unprompted end of the show blessing without <laughs> being told, well, what you got for us this week, Patrick? So I think that's a, uh, yeah, that's a great note to end well, on. Well, we, uh, we didn't well, come, I mean, we got we to figure out what we learned, so we're just, we're just flip-flopping. Well, we, we didn't cover any of our Sinner and Saint moments at all. Like, so your, I don't even your, know refunds, your refunds in the mail, that'll be showing up in uh, three to four weeks uh, that we didn't cover that, so just... I'm not even sure that's what this podcast is. Is it? Anymore. No. Oh, well. Uh, there, there hopefully were some moments of beauty that came from dark moments. What did you take away from this? Uh, yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your takeaway from today's episode? Uh, food trucks aren't worth it despite the hype. Trust me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just don't go to the fair, ever. Don't support your local fair. Uh, su support your local fair. Oh, that's yeah, okay. You, that's, you you need to experience checkmate, buddy. The joy of an inner <laughs> child. So uh, there there you go. A little advice on both sides of the aisle. You, if you decide if, where you sit. If you get a chance to get ninja mariachied, give it a shot. Or just mariachied. Take or, it in. Join a band. Join a band. Start a band. That garage band that you've been thinking about. Mm -hmm. Go do it. 
Absolutely. Happy make, Sunday make to you guys. It. Yeah, thanks yeah. for tuning in and coming back and uh, joining the conversation. I hope you heard uh, something beautiful in the midst of, uh, of the conversation as we, uh, as we talked and shared the stories of, of our own life. And hopefully in that, you found something inspiring and insightful. He said it best. I'm out. I think your dog might be farting. Oh, <laughs> he can clear a room. Oh, look at him. As soon oh, as I said he it, he raised it. up and he, he was like, knows it. But guys, I'm a subscriber. I'm allowed to That's fart. right. I'm allowed to do those things. And you know what, Brutus? We appreciate you subscribing. Thank you for like, your contribution. We would love all of you to subscribe to this if you like it. Yes. And if you don't, uh, if, you, if you like one of us and not the other... Maybe give us like a four star rating instead of a five. That's right. That's right. So yeah, we don't we don't need five stars. We're not discrepancizing. Dis- discrepancizing. You got that? Discrepancizing. Ouch. Yeah. We're not discriminating. Yeah, we're not doing that either. I thought I could <laughs> make you laugh, but I couldn't. <laughs> I was, I, you, it was a train wreck that was unfolding before me. I was like, ooh, this is ugly. Did you say discrepancizing? Discrepancizing. We, don't, we really don't care what you think, so you can give us whatever stars you want. Yeah, and the nonsense goes on and on and But on. you should subscribe, so. But not with dog farts. Like, do it with your Don't do that. Click yeah. on it. Thanks. Wow, Brutus. Incredible. See you soon.